You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. sleeping we started the show talking about Aaron Rodgers hi Salicata by the way we started the show talking about Aaron Rodgers and his availability and the fact that the Packers said that if they do in fact trade him it would be to an AFC team hmm well you do the math and if it is going to be an AFC team there are only a few that would be a possibility and I don't think any are better or better situation for Aaron Rodgers than the Jets if you're the Jets This is the move you have to make. They have to go all in, sink or swim, fall flat on their face, or have great success. This is the move. It is so rare that players of this caliber become available. I get, you know, he's almost 40 years old. I understand all that. And he was only won one Super Bowl. Oh, man, how awful he must be. Only won one Super Bowl. And it's been a lot of disappointment. Don't get me wrong. But I also think the Packers have failed him to a certain extent. And either way, forget about that. What we know is Aaron Rodgers right now at his age, as we stand or sit, as I'm sitting here, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If you can go get him and they have a glaring needed quarterback, you get him. It doesn't mean that the Jets are going to be Super Bowl bound. It means that they're in the conversation in the AFC. Not just, hey, they might be a playoff team, but hey, they could be a playoff team that might be able to do some damage. When a guy like that becomes available, whether it's Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, Aaron Rodgers, when those players, for whatever reason, become available, you do anything in your power to go get them. That's the move. It's not Derek Carr. It's not Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not Matt Ryan, even though I love Matt Ryan and want him here. The, the And that would be my second choice. But the move is to go get Aaron Rodgers. Lamar Jackson, obviously, is not coming here. And I wouldn't even want him anyway. I love Lamar Jackson as a player, but I'd be worried about his knee. You have to give him all that money. You know, I worry about him being a pocket passer in the event that his knees don't hold up. You know, from playing the game like a running back. The move is Aaron Rodgers. Go get him. He's there for the taking, and you put him on this team, they are now in the conversation. We also talked about the Hall of Fame voting, and, you know, it's just, it's the same stuff every year. I love the topic of conversation. Baseball Hall of Fame still, to me, is fun to talk about. doesn't mean as much as it used to, but it's ridiculous that 
the you know baseball has two wrongs with the Hall of Fame. They keep guys out who should be in and guys who get in should not be. Scott Rowland should not be a Hall of Famer. And it's hard to justify every year where it's basically the same nonsense. Guys, don't get voted in, don't get voted in, don't get voted in. Then year five or six or seven on the ballot, hey, all of a sudden you're a Hall of Famer. Shouldn't work like that. And guys who are clear Hall of Famers, Carlos Beltran, being left off. Because, oh, nobody makes it on the first ballot. Oh, you got to be special to be a first ballot. But yet you actually have a guy voting for Mike Napoli. Somebody who has a vote for the Hall of Fame voted for Mike Napoli. I mean, what more proof do you need to realize that the system is broken? (laughs) Mike Napoli, Bronson Arroyo, R.A. Dickey, and Mike Napoli all received votes for the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's a sham. But it's still fun to talk about. We got into that a little bit as well, and we talked about Rocky. I mean, I love talking about the Rocky movies, did a little Rocky rankings as I just went through another marathon. I did it two years ago, too. It's like the Olympics for me. Every two years, I rewatch Rocky movies and rank them. Had some fun with that. And really just, you know, um, a couple of different things throughout the course uh, of the sports world, whether it's the Knicks last night with their win at the Garden against the Cavs, and even with the win, it's frustrating with Julius Randle, I know he had a great game, but turning the ball over late, R.J. Barrett played well defensively, but had an opportunity to knock down a big three, and he couldn't even hit the rim. I mean, it's ridiculous. An air ball from R.J. Barrett. They still do things that will ultimately cause them to lose games. But in this particular game, they were able to hang on and get the win. 877-337-6666. Taco Frank calling from Hamilton, New Jersey. Good morning, Taco. What's up, brother? You you continue the legacy, buddy, of Mike and Dog. I tell you that all the time, but so many shows didn't talk about this at all today, man, with the Hall. And uh, this is one of the greatest radio days to me of the year. I mean, I would leave work early or work from home on days, you know, following the Hall of Fame induction just to listen to Mike and Dog and, you know, hear them go back and forth all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, with those guys, it was different. Obviously, it's evolved here. It's gotten to a point now where... Like, is it even worth talking about? Because it's the same stuff. How many years or how many times are we going to be able to go through this and say the same thing? Hey, they got it wrong again. Hey, the Hall of Fame's a sham. But I do still love baseball. And at heart, I love the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I do love talking about it, even if it's once a year. It's, you know, it's something that I do care about. But they just screwed it up beyond repair. No, I, I mean, I agree. And, and, you know, we've talked about it before, but I mean, it's, it's one of the greatest trips to take. And I think, you know, whether it's with your kids or your friends or whatever, you know, we just pass on the legacy when we're there about who this guy is, who that, you know, mm-hmm. this guy should be and this guy shouldn't. You know, it's, I love going up there, man. I, I dump the wife off at a salon all day, give her the card, the credit card, and, you know, <laughs> off to the hall. And, you know, you, you got all day over there and, I mean, I think, you know, you got Mazarovsky that it started off with, you know, and I'm sure there was guys before then, but I mean, 260, 138 homers, Phil Necro, 274 losses is in there, obviously Baines and now Roland, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I mean, it, it's watered down, but you know, it's still amazing to go up there. I and love it. Years, no, don't man. get me wrong. <laughs> I, I love the town. I love the hall of fame. 
it takes you back in time. I absolutely love it. I remember going there as a kid. I've gone as an adult. I absolutely love it. And I will like to, I'm, I'm not going to go at the actual ceremony, although I'd like to for Fred McGriff, but I will likely go back up at some point after McGriff gets his plaque because he was one of my favorites, so I'd love to see him. But it's it, it it's diminished. It is watered down. It's not the same. They can't keep letting these guys in. Scott Rowland's not a Hall of Famer. I couldn't agree more, and I, I'll be honest with you too, though, buddy. I don't know if it's safe for you to go to McGriff's induction because <laughs> oh, Braves you know, fans—that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you what do you think? You think Braves fans actually travel? <laughs> Give me a break. Those losers—they're not going to go to the Hall of Fame and see Fred McGriff there. They probably don't even care about for, Freddie McGriff. I love McGriff more than they do. For years, I always said Donnie and Keith aren't Hall of Famers, but you know, un- under this new uh, under this new you know standards now, man, they absolutely are. And uh, you know, I, I heard a lot of I, I see a lot of stuff on Twitter today and stuff about how Roland has the great you know his war is so great and I mean it, I guess it comes down to these new voters using things like war and, and you know flump and the rest of this stuff you know uh, I, I mean maybe they're using that in their voting because he had a better war than this guy but I mean like you always say you watch the games you know who's the Hall of Famer and who's not yeah I don't but, need um, war to tell me war what is it good for I don't need that stat to tell me if Carlos Beltran's a Hall of Famer. Or not. I mean, I watched these guys play. You could feel the impact that they had on the game. Todd Helton had a bigger impact than Scott Rowland, but yet Scott Rowland gets in. Don Mattingly, Keith Hernandez, those guys had a significantly larger impact on the game than Scott Rowland, but those guys are on the outside looking sure. in, so it just doesn't yeah. add up. You could you could rattle off probably twenty five names that are better I mean, without the steroid guys that that could be in before you got the Rollins name even in consideration, right? And uh, well, well, I said I, before, I I told you this. this would be a problem but, if Bonds were in, if Schilling were in, it'd be a problem because Roland should not be in. But the fact that those guys are out and a guy like Roland is in, that makes it even worse, right? I wish I would have uh, told you back then, man. But about two years ago, Rocky Four, they brought it back out. And, you know, what a great night because you had all guys like, you know, our age, me, you know, me, you know, people that I remember from back then. And, uh, I mean, the, the crowd was just great and chanced all night. And, uh, I, got, I think it was the, I don't know what, it might have been a 35 year anniversary, but they brought it out for one day only and it sold out in like two hours at, at all the theaters. But, um, you know, that, that was great. And similar to you, I'd probably go one, two and then, uh, four, three, five. But, I mean, they're all, you know, and I think you they can. Their moments. What about Rocky Balboa? Where are you putting that one? I almost, you know, I almost put that in a class by itself, along with the Creeds too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a good movie, so I don't know where you put that. Uh, well, I put it I third. I, me personally, I put that third. <laughs> See, I'm with you. That three and five could be interchangeable. You know, people making a big deal about that. You're nitpicking. It's the main. It's the top three for me. That cannot be changed. Rocky two, Rocky one, Rocky Balboa. Those are the best three. And then beyond that, however you want to structure them, I go four, five, three. I guess it depends on what mood I'm in. But I think you could interchange those any way you like. Right. Yeah, we we actually went, man. And if I if I'm ever together with you again, I gotta show you this, but this is about twenty years ago. And it was Survivor Three, which was in Africa. And I made it to the final, whatever it was, maybe 50 before they picked the contestants. And my entrance video, I, I woke my wife up four o'clock. We drove out to Philly. We ran, ran the steps. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I got a chickens from a farm and I'm chasing chickens in the backyard. You know, we made whatever, I think it was like a 90 second video you had to send in. 
and I made it off of off of Rocky and uh and you know we had the scene you know uh my grandfather's in it you know doing uh you know what uh, playing Mick and everything. That's yeah, great. And I, I made it to the final 50, but I didn't make it to Africa, but it, it, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Rocky's probably the best, uh, one of the best anyway, movie series that there is, but Hey, have a great night, man. Appreciate it. You too, Taco Frank. Appreciate checking in. I, I would, it's definitely one of my favorite. I don't care what people think where it's the best or all oh, this movie's cheesy. I enjoy watching the movies. I enjoy every second of them. The speeches, the moments, the uplifting story, the feel-good story. Yeah, all right, it's cheesy. All right, yeah, there's too many montages. I like it. I love Rocky. All of them. Even even Rocky Five, which people somehow rip. Was it a great movie? No, but it was a good movie. I loved it. Good story. My ring's outside. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, Sal. Good morning. You know, the... the, the uh, well, all right. Let me let me tell you where I am with with the Rocky thing. Okay, um, I would I would definitely put two and Rocky uh, Balboa one and one uh, one A one B pretty close, right? Um, I would have the third one actually being right after that, and then I'd have the first Rocky after that. And then wow. Four and five, quite honestly. Okay. I mean, um, uh, look, that's fair. And, and the only reason, I, I agree with you, I, I like the storyline for five. The problem is the budget was so bad and, and the acting felt like you. Well, was, look, and there's got to be a, a there's got to be something's going to be in last place. I mean, it can they all can't be the yeah, top right. movies. It's hard. Right. So I get it. I mean, I, I, I thought, I thought it was a great idea having the protege and everything, but it, it just felt like, and, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I was looking. I was really looking forward to it, and then when it came out, I was like, I, I walked out of there like. Uh, and then there were so many stories that he was, you know, the the original storyline was he was he was supposed to die at the end of that movie and and all that. So it was just I was he know, really? It, 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 yeah, yeah, because of the head injuries and everything that he had, mm. it was, it, he was originally going to kill him, and I think that's why they. Uh, that's why they eventually ended up making Rocky Balboa. By the way, the soundtrack uh, for that one wasn't bad either. Now, for uh, Rocky Balboa. No, Fire. it was, yeah, absolutely. Rocky yeah. Balboa came out 16 years later. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they weren't happy with uh, with how they left it off. So And, and, and they, they did a phenomenal job of really bouncing back. But I, I love oh, that movie. It was I mean, a fantastic like, movie. People what? are sleeping on Rocky Balboa. It's like if you say that oh, that's great. one of the best movies, they're like, oh, no, it's, no, it's ridiculous. No, the Rocky Balboa movie was, to me, right behind one and two. And anyway, yeah. he slides it, it was an excellent movie. Yeah, I love when he runs into little Marie in the bar, you know. Right. And, uh, but there's nostalgia in there her. with Spider Rico. <laughs> there's a lot of reference right. to the beginning. Obviously, yep. he goes through the sadness with Adrian. He's trying to live his life yep. without the love of his life. It's a great, with the speech yep. to his son. I mean, oh, come on, Rocky yep. Balboa is so underrated. Absolutely, absolutely. That's um, how winning and, is and, done. And it, I, that, that's right. That's right. I mean, I've used that myself before. Uh I mean, and I haven't watched it yet myself, but I do hear Tulsa King is phenomenal. So I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna watch. What that else in, is on Paramount? What I know the Real World Road Rules Challenge or something is on there. I think. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Mostly my daughter watches Paramount, but I mean, I know the, the Star Trek uh, uh, stuff is on there. So of course that's why. I Is there kid stuff uh, on there? Like in your little kid stuff? Or uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I'd have to. Uh, Look, I mean, my kids are a little bit past that, but I, I'm, I'm sure they have kid stuff on there. Oh, Paramount's a CBS uh, thing? Oh, I got to yes. get that app. Oh, oh. Yes. 
I thought, yeah. All right, Eric. Thank yeah. you for the call, man. Um, I okay, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, um, okay, I'm sorry. Look, you know the um, you can't deny, obviously, wanting him. Okay, I'm just a little concerned. He's a little bit of a of a wild card when it comes to attitude, and, and you bring him to New York would, would kind of worry me, quite honestly. I mean, the, the talent is there, no doubt, but just something about him coming to New York uh, just kind of bothers me a little bit, and. And I'm not so sure how that would really blend in well with, with performing for the team. Uh, I, I know I'm probably really in the minority with this kind of thinking, but uh, it just it just seems like he's got so many issues just in general. Uh, no, it could know, blow during up. The seasons. It, it, it could yeah. blow yeah. up, no doubt. It could blow up. And thank you for the call, Eric. Appreciate checking in. As always, it could blow up, but it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk. You're talking about two first-round draft picks? I'd take that chance. That's the, there's always an unknown in New York. There's one maybe more specifically with this particular player in this case with Rodgers because he's been, I mean, ridiculed while being a member of the Green Bay Packers. I know it's nationally, but imagine that plus 10 times the media here in New York. It would be a huge deal. Huge deal. This is what the Jets need. They need him. Now, there's like you said, there's a chance it blows up and Rodgers can't handle New York and doesn't want to deal with it and blows up the, the media and all that stuff. But they got to take that chance. They need the player. There's also a chance that he thrives here and becomes a legend here. I know it's with the Jets, and I've been down this road before with Favre, but there is that chance. And if they don't get him, then what? There aren't great options. They have to go out there and get him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. 
any jobs available I can lobby for during the course of the show? 877-337-6666. Please, you got to keep me up to date on the jobs uh, that are available. Maybe we could have some fun lobbying for those live on the air. 877-337-6666. I've officially thrown my name into the ring for consideration. (laughs) Going to 5 a.m. Please, is that you playing that? That was not. I can't imagine Scazzeri jumping up and down in the other Dude. control room to take the air chain, make that studio <laughs> hot, and play that. Uh, warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up in just a little bit. Your calls until then. The Bear is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Bear? How are you? I've been listening to you all night, and I've been in and out of a coma, but I have not heard the name White the whole night. And don't get me wrong, you know, I, I, I kind of liked Zach when I first saw him, but with play, after a while, he got to me, and then, of course, lately, I've been listening to coming late to meetings and stuff like that, and I'm like, and I, I thought you made a good point, maybe grooming him by bringing in um, your boy in Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. I forgot his name, Matt Ryan. Yeah. you know who I'm talking about, Ryan. Uh, but I, I don't know how far gone he is. But to ask for Rogers, even Namath must be drinking again to ask for Rogers. Why would you want Aaron Rodgers? Why would you want Rogers? I don't want Rogers. You what? I, don't want him. <laughs> I know. That's I what I'm asking you. Rogers. Why? I'm asking you why you don't want him. I know you don't. Want him because she's a prima donna. Yeah, I don't like his attitude. Yeah, okay. he wouldn't make it with the newspapers over here. Right, and, and right, the right, right, right. Okay. They eat him up for lunch. For, this thing for, yeah. about forget I, I asked. Mean, Who do you forget I asked? And I'm going to regret asking this, but I'll ask it anyway because uh, I like to be entertained here. Who do you want at quarterback next year? I want white. I want white yeah, to be okay. given a shot. Yeah, okay. Do you do you want to win? Shot, I think. Want to win, but you, I don't know how old you are. But we had we had the same problem with a guy named Matt Robinson and Richard Todd. If you if you mm-hmm. can remember, Bear. the New York Jet history. Bear, yeah. I, I no a I don't care about that. B, do you think Mike White is better for the Jets to win games, or do you think Aaron Rodgers? Rogers, you you can tell me that he's a winner. Um, I asked you a okay. simple no, I asked you a simple question. You want, you, I asked you a simple. It's not I'd that difficult. Have it's, I'd rather have white. And then you you I'm, see. Bye bye bye. Enjoy whatever neck of the woods you're staying in, Bear, because you're lost. I mean, come on, dude. So, just to recap today, while you were sleeping, we've now had a caller say that Mike White is better than Aaron Rodgers, or let me not put words in his mouth. He said he'd rather have Mike White than Aaron Rodgers. And earlier we had a caller say that Tom Brady was not as good as Daniel Jones. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? (laughs) What's up, Sal? Bring some sanity back if you can. I'll try. Um, yeah, well, I'm listening to Eric, and I mean, I'm even listening to this uh, to Bear here, and I, I gotta disagree with these guys. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be affected one bit by New York or the media or anything like that. I think that guy has so much of a fu attitude that he won't he won't care. Agree. He's gonna do. I think that's a possibility. I think the fans and the media will be more upset 
about the things that he does and says than he will about anything that the fans can do or anything like that. He's just, you know, I, that's just my opinion. I, I just don't see it from what I see. You know, and by the way, by the way, Hector, Aaron Rodgers comes here. He is not going to fail. I'm not saying the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl, but I know Aaron Rodgers is a great player. That's without question. So what do you think the issue is going to be? Like, they're not going to be in this town. We don't give a crap what type of spiritual you know, journeys you want to go on. We don't care about what kind of plants you want to inhale or whatever the hell it is that he does. We care about wins. And Aaron Rodgers Ooh. will win with the Jets. How big, who knows. But for a franchise that's done nothing but lose for a very long time, he will turn them into winners. So I can't imagine the fans being upset at one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live. Not only that, in this town, he'll probably find people that want to partake in all of that nonsense with him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. But um, the Hall of Fame, I, listen, always wanted to go to the Hall of Fame, never done it, planned, talked about it, and never got to do it. The last few years, man, I got to say, I, I'm so over it. I don't even know if I want to go anymore. And if I do, it's more about the past and what I grew up loving than anything or anyone that they've put in now. And I got to say, man, I love you, Sal, but you're no better than them damn writers. You know better than the writers, and thank God you don't vote either, because you'd be just a mess, just like them. Why? And you go, why? Well, who? Why? Yeah, give me the example. Who? Well, it's, this is easy. Are you going to vote Roger Clemens in? Oh well, that's, but no. I, I have I, I have I fun with Roger that. Clemens. Nah, I mean I have fun with that one because of the Clemens Piazza stuff. But I mean that's one that I joke around, and I will never even uh, be true on that one okay, and tell you that I vote for Clemens because I wouldn't. If you had to vote, would you be objective and vote for the man? For Roger Clemens? Yes. Over my dead buddy. And you're no better than the writers. And that's why the Hall of Fame stinks. Because there's a lot of writers that feel just like you. You know, different feelings for different players. Oh, he didn't talk to me. He didn't give me an Who the hell cares about if he gave you an interview or not? No, they're you know not They're like, not voting for Clemens because he did steroids. I'm no, not no, voting know, for him know, because he hit Piazza in the head. I'm not saying for the same exact reason, Sal. Yeah. I'm not saying for the same exact reason. But how many people didn't want to vote for, what was it, Eddie Murray because he, he, they didn't like the way yeah, he Yeah, Albert the, Bell. The right, I know. Albert Bell's not in because they don't like Jeff the way Jeff Kent. He was. That's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yes, Agreed. Jeff Kent. Like, like, I don't get it. There should be, I, I, and I don't know how you can do it, right? Because every position is different. How do you rate these? How do you rate this? But there should be more of a structure as to how you vote. There, there's definitely got to be more of a, a set criteria. But I'll, I'll tell you this. You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't go to the Hall of Fame. Because I know, I know, it's a I great know. town. If you love baseball, there is no better place people. to. Well, that's that breathing. Yeah, well, then then go, then then take your car and drive up there. I mean, it is a great spot to go. It's yeah, I, I love I, it I, in I the fall. It's beautiful. You you should go. When is the best time? The fall is a good time to go. Not the summer. Uh, I've gone in both. I mean, I I love the. It depends what you want to do. Let me ask you this: Is it a one day thing? Is it? And I know there's probably not much to do around it, but I no, there's a lot to do. There, there's breweries up there. Um, you know, there's, the, the town is nice to explore. Oh, that I don't know about, Hector. That's that's out of my area of expertise. I'm drug free. Um, but it's, it's nice. There are multiple breweries. Can I consume the whole baseball? I know the Hall of Fame is just one part of it. Can I consume the Museum of Baseball? In one day. Yeah, probably, but it's a long day. I would go max, I would go three nights. Max. 
in Cooperstown. Okay. But you could do it in two easily. You I could probably do it in- missed out with my, my one of my, my cousin's son played last year over there. They went they went to a tournament out there. Yeah. I should have went. I was gonna try to go with them. Yeah, I played there once. It was it was fun. And thank you for oh. the call. Are we done here or you got more to say? Yeah, nah, man, you have a good night. Have a good morning whatever. Get home. Yeah, thanks, Hector. I appreciate you checking in. Just wanted to make sure you didn't. I don't want to get any tweets from you. Oh, I didn't get to get to this. You got to go to the Hall of Fame. Regardless if it's a sham or not, it's still great. And as far as an experience, and you do get to relive your childhood, just ignore, like you can walk past the Harold Baines plaque or Scott Rowan. Just ignore those and go check out Tony Gwynn or Kirby Puckett. Fleeks, you don't want to go? Are you insane? No, I, why would I have any interest in going to Cooperstown? Do you love baseball? I do, but here's what I know. The best players that I've ever seen play, Cooperstown tells me that none of their careers belong there. Yeah, but I, I know that they're the best players I've ever seen. Why would I want to go to a museum that picks and chooses its history? Because you still see cool things in it. The artifacts from the Pass. game. You know what? They, they have to come back to me. They have to get it right and have the guys who should be in there in there for me to go spend money, one, make a trek up to Cooperstown, right. and spend money on go seeing a sham museum. It's a beautiful place, though. Uh, look, I know going in, it's, I mean, you could say the sport is a sham, and you still go watch the sport, don't you? I mean, well, you, I don't think the sport is a sham. You got guys, what do you mean? You got guys cheating left and right. You don't think everybody's, uh, you, don't, you think everybody's clean? And when did you start watching baseball? Part of, at least part. Well, in I'm the 90s, but the also, here was the secret. When they started doing it, when I started watching, it wasn't disallowed. I know, but still, I mean, it turned out to be I'm a not sham. Ga- I'm, I'm not going to see a museum that honors Bud Selig and not all the guys that he let do what they did until other people got mad about it. And now, listen, the best baseball player, one that I've ever seen to ever, is Barry Bonds. Right after that, you have a guy like Alex Rodriguez. If they're not in the Hall of Fame, I have no interest in going. Right, but it's you're missing what Cooperstown is about. It's not just about the Hall of Fame. And what, yeah, well, that, you know what? The internet can tell me all that stuff. Matter of fact, the, well, no, the internet can tell you who's in and who's not. The experience in that town is what's special, where everything you do is baseball. Everything is baseball-centric. It's like when you go to Saratoga. Well, I was just saying, listen, if I go up to upstate New York, I'm going to the racetrack. Right, but if you go there to Saratoga, you see all the horse stuff on people's lawns. Of course, and yeah. like, That's what it's like in Cooperstown. It is a, it's a great, relaxing, especially if you go at the right time of year in the fall. You know, you're not going to go on the height. I've never been to an induction ceremony, but I've been multiple times to the hall, but just even just the town, it's just, I, I love it. If you're a baseball fan, I can't recommend it enough. The plaques itself, that's the worst part, literally the worst part of the Hall of Fame. I, I've gone through and looked for, a, you know, like the Piazza plaque or the Seaver plaque, whatever. I'm not looking through all, you know, I go through the, the Maze and Mantle, all those big guys. I'm not looking through every plaque. It's boring. That part of the hall is boring, but there's so much cool stuff in there. I'm telling you, as a baseball fan, get over it because you'd enjoy it. It really is a great trip, and it's a great town. Forget the hall. It's a great town because everything there is baseball. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
coming up in just a few minutes. We'll finish up with your calls. Be back again tomorrow morning at 2 a.m. The next two days. Uh, so what is today? Wednesday. So Thursday and Friday will be on uh, 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. both those days. And then back Sunday morning with Moose as we get you set for a championship Sunday. Matter of fact, I have to check the schedule. Uh, I think I'm 9 to 12. Uh, last week it was 1230. I don't know. Either way, you don't necessarily care about that, but I do. And uh, then we'll have some fun watching championship uh, Sunday. And, of course, be back at it again next week. But 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., both the next two days. Brett is calling from Long Island. What's up, Brett? Hey, Sal. Seeing uh, Dayball get You're coaching the year exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what happened? Oh, <laughs> please. Sorry, Brett. I got confused. I heard you twice, and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, seeing Dayball get coach of the year was exactly what I needed, honestly, after the uh, embarrassment with the divisional game. So that, that kind of put things back into perspective again, you know, where we're going. And, uh, you know, it would be fun uh, going for the ride again next season. With with what? No, I'm just saying Dayball got coach of the year. It just made me feel like, okay, you know, it, uh, we just got to get the Coach of the year right. according to who? I, I saw something yesterday. You got coach of the year. It was oh, all I, over uh, oh, social media. Right? I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Well, was, maybe it was one. Uh, sure. You know I mean, how they have these multiple, uh, you know, multiple committees. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Brian yeah, Dable look named... into that then. Maybe I got it wrong. I no, thought no. I saw he got coach uh, of the year. Brian Dable named NFC coach of the year in the annual 101 awards. What the hell is that? All right. Well, we'll have to look into it. But uh, anyway, he should, be, he, should, me. he should be coach of the year anyway. I don't know what you know which one that is, but he'll be the actual coach of the year. But look, you, you, the, right. the future is bright for the Giants. Now, I would tell you specifically, I'll tell everybody, but especially you, be careful because just because the Giants made it to the divisional round this year does not mean that they're going to necessarily go further next year. I mean, Dable and Shane have basically said that themselves. You don't know. Results may vary. I uh, I know I have no credibility whatsoever but at this point, but I'm going to try to save face. I know you'll do picks later in the week, but uh, I truly feel, you know, uh, I think it's going to line up. I really believe. You talk about Rocky. I think the Eagles are uh, – I don't know. I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl against the Bengals, you know, for, for the reasons of I just think Philly's a, a nasty place to play. And I never really bought in at all, you know, out of Alabama. I just never bought into the guy, but he's proved me wrong. He's, he's good. I think he's ready to, to win. You know, not that I want them to win, but I think the Eagles are being a Super Bowl against the Bengals. And I think the Eagles are going to win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. And I'm, then uh, one last thing I want to finish up with quick is – uh Aaron Rodgers, is this, are they, is this, you know, is this the media again taking us along for a ride? Like, uh, if you're a Jets fan, do you really get excited about it yet? Because I remember with Tyreek Hill, when they swore that it was either Miami or the Jets where he was going to land. And for a month on this station, that's all that was talked about. And everybody believed it was going to happen. And then when they interviewed the guy, he's like, that was never even on the table uh, for tax reasons. Uh, I was never going to New York. I was always going to Miami. So, like, Sal, how do we know this is real? We don't. Uh, we don't know if it's real. But I'll tell you this, and thank you for the call, Brett. If the Packers say that they might trade him and they will only trade him to an AFC team, you do the math on which team it may be. We've gone over it. I mean, at max, there are five teams 
which might be possibilities. And out of those, really, there's probably only three, one of which is the Jets. Doesn't mean that that's where he's going, but it is a possibility. Jets have talked about being willing to go spend for it. They obviously have a need there. He's a difference maker at the position. It adds up. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. To me, it got real once they said they're only trading him to an AFC team. If they trade him. But it's certainly a talking point. I mean, whether it's going to happen or not, who knows? I'm not reporting facts here. Give an opinion based on what others are talking about. And using some common sense. Aaron Rodgers may be done in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers may be on the move. The Packers say he's going to the AFC if they do trade him. Well, okay, look at the teams that you could eliminate that already have a quarterback. And obviously look at the teams that have needs at quarterback. That would be teams that at least have the potential to go to the postseason and beyond. The Jets fit that criteria. Jan is calling from Yonkers. What's up, Jan? Hi. Long-time Knicks fan. Just want to make it quick. Condolences. Um, I noticed that Jalen Brunson's not scoring 30 points a game lately, but I was really touched when I saw the game last night that the Garden Faithful gave Julius Randle a standing ovation. And thank you for taking my call. Was that after the turnover that he had down the stretch or before? (laughs) Uh, when he made a three-point play. Yeah, foul, ain't the big three. Oh, okay, yeah, that Well, Look, Randall played. He's been great this year, and thank you for taking the, uh, for making the call, Jan. I appreciate you taking the time to do so. Randall has been great this year, but he's still got warts. His game has warts. That's a problem. You saw it last night, even in the win for the Knicks, where Randall down the stretch, taking the ball one-on-one, trying to do, you know, play hero ball. And forcing the issue, turning the ball over, or being sloppy with the basketball. You saw R.J. Barrett have an opportunity to hit a big three. Got a decent look, couldn't even hit the rim. Again, that's a problem. Those are things that most of the time will cost the Knicks the game. It almost cost them the game this time, but it didn't. Almost doesn't count. They got the win, you got to give them credit for it. And they're better than they were last year. Significantly better. They'll be a playoff team but they're not going to do anything in the postseason. Their stars, their big three, have limits. Brunson's good. Randall can fill the box score. I don't trust him enough to be that consistent player, especially shooting the three ball. Where he's on, he looks great. But it's not there consistently enough. And Barrett just can't shoot, period. Jason is calling from Edison, New Jersey. What's up, Jason? Hey, Sal. How are you? How are you, Jason? I'm I'm doing well. Very, very quick. Health leagues that the plaque room or the actual Hall of Fame is such a small part of that building. The museum is huge, and there's so much to see that has nothing to do with the plaques. You can go into the plaque room, like you said, pick out your favorite players, see them, but it's almost like the plaques are the, the the exactly the plaques are the as somebody who's been several times every time I go the plaques do nothing for me maybe you see oh yeah maybe. look at this player Cal Ripken Kirby whatever players that you love growing yeah, up yeah me either they, they do nothing for me it's much much more than that me either and then the guy that said Mike White uh, people tend to fall in love with backups when they have one two good games Brock Osweiler is a perfect example had a few good games 
and then rob the Texans of like seventy million dollars. <laughs> yeah. The thing about the, the the only the only reason that I could see a Jet fan objecting to Aaron Rodgers is giving up the draft picks. But if you're objecting for Aaron Rodgers because you want Mike White to play, then you need to go watch tennis or golf or something like that and completely stop being a football fan. Excellent point. And you you have yourself a great day. Go home, get some sleep. Yeah, I hope I make it home. And thank you for the call, Jason. Last yesterday was struggle. I called myself. I put my head back, and I was. It was one of those. Whoa, wake up. Windows down. It's, it is actually dangerous. Not, nothing to joke about. Sometimes more tired than other. But last time, you know, yesterday morning, I felt it, and it just happens. You got to be careful. But anyway, I do appreciate that. And you're right. You can say, and I don't even think it's right to say that you need to hold on to the draft picks. I still don't think that that's the right move football-wise for this team to win now. The smart move is to give up those picks and go get Aaron Rodgers. But at least you can make the case, "Ah, I don't want to give up those picks, Al. You cannot make the case that you'd rather have Mike White than Aaron Rodgers. Jim is calling from Bradley Beach. Good morning, Jim. Sal, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good, Jim. How are you? Good, good. So, Sal, Mike and Chris used to have a criteria for Hall of Famers. I'm sure you remember it. Um, Ten years, 300, 30 homers, 100 ribbies, 290, 28, 105, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Dave Parker, when that guy called, I mean, you were right saying Scott Rowland was not even close. But but the guy calls and says Dave Parker, and, and you agree with him? Yeah, I do Dave think. Par- I, I look at Dave Parker's numbers, and according to, like I said, Dave Parker's better than Harold Baines. That's fine, but he had 330 home. He's not a Hall of Famer. Right. He well, had five Hall of Fame seasons. Five. Okay, well, that's, that's five more to me than Scott Rowland or Harold Baines had. None of these guys are Hall of Fame. Okay, but then that's the point. So if these guys are in, why isn't Dave Parker? He's not a Hall of Famer. Wait, but then why are the other guys in? You're missing because the point. Those, because those writers were biased that, that, that they voted for those guys because they worked in those cities. But but these guys, Dave Parker, just because one guy gets put in, and he's not all fame. Doesn't mean you should put another guy. Well, the, the point, the point, and you're is, agreeing with the guy. Yeah. The the point is, if those guys are to me, the reason why I was agreeing, Dave Parker had more of an impact than Scott than Scott Rowland or Al Baines. Do you understand that? I, I, understand I wouldn't the point? say he had. I wouldn't say he had more. He wouldn't. He, he, he didn't have more of an impact than Baines. Baines played for one team, and Baines numbers. Baines did probably, not play for one team. Baines played for multiple teams. Well, mostly one team. Okay. Well, and, and if you look, Bain probably had more hits than, than Parker. Uh, I don't know. I, I can look it up. But either way, you're, we're splitting hairs here. And thanks for the call, Jim. We're splitting hairs here. John is in po- uh, Poughkeepsie. What's up, John, real quick? Hey, good morning, man. How you doing, Sal? Good. How are you, John? Good. Be careful getting home, man. It's supposed to get a little bad later. Um, oh, great. Okay. Yeah, I know. And shout out to my Sanders who are out there, man. They, those guys work hard. And, and Oh, we got snow coming? Yeah, no, it's coming, man. We're, oh. we're, we're, we're looking at one to three. I, at least up to Poughkeepsie. I know you guys are in the Real, real quick, here, what do you got, We're, we're looking at about a two to four up here, Sal. All right, well, I'll be careful. I was going to give you a chance to get in your Zach Wilson, but who cares about that? We're worried about the snow. I didn't know it was supposed to be snowing. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling a little sick. I might be under the weather. <laughs> I'm working from home the rest of the week. Yeah, exactly. There are no, there are no sick days when you can work from home. All right, that does it for us. I'm going to sit here and look up Harold Baines' numbers in comparison. Harold Baines plays like 50 years, and he still didn't do anything 
to Dave Parker's length. There's no way Baines is better than Dave Parker. Anyway, thanks everybody who called and listened. I appreciate it. Thanks to Fleeks as always. Be back again tomorrow at 2 a.m. Weather permitting. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.